Thank you for checking out our podcast today. We hope that the teaching you're about to hear will inspire you and motivate you on your incredible journey in becoming a better you. So please turn your attention to today's message. I am Pastor Rob. (laughs) But you can still call me Rob. It's okay. (laughs) Amen. And I have the honor to give the word today. Amen. I want to thank Pastor Jose, uh, Pastor Becky, my family, and thank you to buy a scarlet note. Amen. Amen. So we're going to continue with the series of Shine Your Light. Amen. So when I was in high school, I had a Spanish class. You wouldn't believe it, but I did. (laughs) I had a Spanish class. So I could, I would ace the vocabulary test. So the colors, I can get. My sweater, Blanco. My pants, Azul. My zapatos, my shoes, Azul y Blanco. So I, 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 could, I could ace the colors. I got that far. And I got far enough to speak to this beautiful woman. Hola, señorita. <laughs> But I had trouble when we had to conjugate words. Verbs. My Spanish teachers helped me. And one word that I did know was tener, if you can put that on the screen, which means to have. Okay? So when you conjugate a verb, you have to break it down based upon whether it's present, whether it's past, whether it's future, whether it's based upon a situation, based upon someone's position or gender. So when I was taking the test, I got as far as two words. (laughs) TNA or tango, which is I have. Ah. (laughs) Or tenemos, which means we have. So that's as far as I got. So my Spanish teacher would give me back my test, and she would say, Robert, what happened? You normally do so well on the test. I said, I do well on the vocabulary test. I said, Miss Sauduri, and believe it or not, you can remember your teachers. Yeah. If they had an impact in your life, you remember them. So Miss Sauduri, I said, Miss Sauduri, based upon my scores, the results of my test, it is clear that I don't have it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's as far as I got. And now, I always admired individuals who could speak multiple languages. I have the opportunities to work with uh, international students. And many of them already speak two of the languages when they come here. But learning the English language is not always easy. You know, even, quote unquote, native speakers have trouble learning the language. There are words that sound the same, but are spelled differently. The word, the first word, hear. Well, the first one means to, I hear you. The other one means, hear, come over here. Then there are words also, the first word, the second word up, lie. 
They sound the same. It's even spelled the same. But it can mean two different things. So the first one, you lie. Means you're not telling the truth. Okay? I'm a great cook. Lie. Okay? <laughs> okay? Lie. Okay? Okay? But second one, lie to rest. To be in a position of rest. I'm tired. Casado. Go lay down. <laughs> no, we're not going to have a conversation. <laughs> so it means to lie down. So the, the text we're going to use today, you're going to see a word that is used different ways. So the title of this message is Shine Your Light. It's a light thing. I'm coming from the text of 2 Corinthians chapter 4. And we're going to start with verses 1 through 5. I'm reading from the New King James Bible. If you can put that up there, please. 2 Corinthians chapter 4. And it says, verse 1 and 2, Therefore, since we have this ministry, as we have received mercy, we do not lose heart. We renounce the hidden things of shame, not walking in craftiness, nor hanging the word of God deceitfully, but by manifestation of the truth, commanding ourselves to every man's conscience. Next. But by manifestation of the truth, commanding ourselves in every man's conscience in the sight of God. Verse 3 and 4 says, But even our gospel is veiled. It is veiled to those who are perishing, whose minds of God. Let me stop right here before I go on. This is the Apostle Paul. And see, the Apostle Paul, he would write letters to different churches. And sometimes he would write letters to encourage them. Sometimes he would write letters to give them instructions. Sometimes he would write letters um, to address the situation. Okay? <laughs> okay? In this case, he's writing a letter because there are people questioning his authority. Some people are saying that he's being deceitful. So, in terms of how he's ministering the word. So it goes on. It says, verse 4, it says, Whose minds the God of this age have blinded, who do not believe, lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, will shine on them. So the veil he's talking about, in this passage, if you go back to verse 3, it says, but even if our gospel is veiled, if it is covered, okay, it is veiled to those who are perishing, okay? Verse 4 says, whose minds, the God of this age, the God of this age he's talking about is Satan, okay? It says, who do not believe, lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. I want to focus on the part that says, lest the light 
of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, to shine on them. So the first point I want to make that Jesus is the light. That's the first point, the light. You will find in John chapter 8, verse 12, it says, Then Jesus spoke to them again, saying, I am the light. He who follows me shall walk, shall walk, not walk in darkness, but in the light of life. I'll read that again. It says, Jesus said to them again, saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. So Jesus is the light of the world. Amen. Amen. Now, in the community where I grew up, basketball was king. Amen. I'm going to ask if Manny and Anthony, if you're available, Manny and Anthony, if you could come. I'm going to stand right beside me. So in the community where I grew up, basketball was king. And so we would play either two-on-two, three-on-three, all day long. Okay. And then sometimes we had odd numbers. So we couldn't play two-on-two, three-on-three. So we would play a game called Rough House. So in Rough House, it's what it says. There are no rules. The, what the goal is the first person to score these 16 points by one or 32 points by two. So the goal is that individual who wins the game by either scoring 16 points or 32 points. So in the game, you're playing against people like Manny, Anthony, and here's me. And so I'm thinking, even if I don't win, I can't be the one with the lowest amount of points. Because we were playing not only just to get the highest score, but we were playing for kicks. So what that meant was, if you lost, you got kicked. <laughs> so, so we were going for a shot, it was You can't call the ref. There was no ref to call. And so, so as I said, the goal was to get as many points as possible. So it's an intense game. You're getting hit. I'm getting knocked back and forth. So at the end of the game, the person who wins, once again, gets the kick. And the person who loses is not always happy. They know what's going to happen. So occasionally, the person who loses will want to challenge the person they lost to, to a game one-on-one. -on -one. Or if it was really intense, 
They might want to challenge them to a fight. <laughs> you got, <laughs> yeah, I got many. I got many. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> so, and this is uh, now I hear this statement. Not that I would say it. It was a statement. It was a statement that I would hear for either Anthony or for Manny, who won the game, I would say, because they would figure, say, a person like me challenging them, it was not worth their time. I'm not, I'm not playing you. you. Those who watch basketball, you see it in the NBA. When you have a guy scores a basket and he goes, too short, too short. You, can, you can't handle me. You, you're not in my league. So I'm not going to waste my time playing you. So you will hear the statement, handle my lightweight. So that person, it was usually an older guy, a high school senior, maybe I was a high school freshman, or somebody who had some street credit, had a reputation in the community. So if they told me, Rob, handle my lightweight. So I had to either play the guy or fight the guy. I'm going to play the guy. What you think I'm going to do? What you think I'm going to do? I'm going to play. I'm going to get it up. Hey, no. No. Because if I didn't play him, play the guy that was smaller than me, I got to fight. So it's better that I play. So what does that mean? Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> In the scripture, to make it more biblical, if we turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 17 to 18, it says, For this light affliction, which is but a moment, is working for us a far more exceeding and external weight of glory. Can you get that in the NIV, please? I'm going to read this first and get to the NIV. While we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. If you can turn it, put the NIV version of that on too as well. Okay. All right. Go back to the beginning for the NIV version of that, please. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. So the NIV version says, for our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So the previous text in the New King James says, can you turn back to that? For this light affliction. And it states this light affliction, which is but a moment. Which is working a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. It's light it's light affliction. There's other passage that says that not only is light, it's momentary, it's temporary. Now, if you turn to other passages, please. What is the light affliction? Can you hear me? Okay, thank you very much. I right, appreciate it. 
if you return to 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 8 and 9. What's the light affliction that we're talking about? We are hard-pressed on every side, yet not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down, but not destroyed. Remember, it's the Apostle Paul who's talking about this. So sometimes in our life, we are pressed. We may feel persecuted. He said, but in God's eye, it's a light thing. See, what is heavy for us is light for Jesus. Let me put that slide up. So that's what he said. It's a lightweight. So the first time we see the word light, it's talking about who? Jesus. The second time we see the word light, it's talking about it's a light affliction. This issue. Now, I'm not minimizing what you're facing. I'm not saying that it's not a hard issue. I'm not saying that it may be a health issue. It may be a financial issue. It may be an issue in your marriage. Maybe an issue as a parent. I'm not saying minimizing it in any way, shape, or form. But when we give it to Jesus, it's a light thing. Matter of fact, if we turn to Matthew chapter 18, Verse 28 to 30 in the NIV. Can you get that up for me, please? Thank you. There we go. It says, Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 to 30. It says, Come to me, all who are weary and are burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, it says, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. See, a lot of people look at that passage that says, For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. It's a lightweight. <laughs> See, a lot of times when you read that passage, people think about, physical. You go back to the Bible when it says that you're weary and you're burdened. Sometimes we're weary and we're burdened here. Mind's a powerful thing. Because the mind can have you thinking all kinds of things. It can take you away from God. When he says, trust in me with all your heart. And lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge me, and I will direct your paths. His word says, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Remember, what's heavy to us, it's a light thing to him.
Now, since I've been a part of this church, I've attended a lot of social events. I think I've been to three or four birthday parties for young ladies who've turned 15. We've had Pastor Jay's 50th birthday party here. And so, I need... Has anybody had a birthday recently? Marcos? I need... Marcos had a birthday. Marcos, you had a birthday? In January. In January? Recently? Recently? Okay, birthday people, can you come on stage? I need some birthday people. Now, it turned out to be all guys' birthdays. Okay, okay. All right, go Rodney's birthday. Now, Rodney's birthday. Rodney's birthday. Daniel's birthday. Happy birthday. Now, I need one of you to get in the middle. I need, I need one of you to stand in the middle. Now, I'm not going to make... I'm, that's the... People online, that's the pastor saying, make them fight. <laughs> you can stand right... I need one on each side. One on each side. Now... What I need now, now I need for everybody in the audience to help us out here. Now we're celebrating somebody's birthday, right? Okay. Mary had a birthday. Woo! Now what I need for you guys to do is now when somebody's birthday, somebody's birthday, what do you do? You sing, you, you buy a cake, you buy them gifts, okay? Now, last week, Pastor PC3, that's what I call him, PC3, was talking about how, you know, as believers, we can go to social events, okay? Matter of fact, if you, the first event Jesus went to was a social event. It was a wedding, Okay? First event, and I was reading the, when you read the Bible sometimes, you only see certain things, but when you read it again, you're like, ooh, wait a minute. So when I was reading it again, I was reading to the pastor when, when, when the wine ran out. And there was, and when the response from his mom. So when the wine ran out, Jesus' mom turned to him and said, hey, make the wine. And Jesus' response was, my time has not yet come. And, and now, I grew up in a, in, a, in a culture which you spoke back to mom. It, it, it wasn't pretty, okay? <laughs> but what did she do? She said, do as I say. She said, she told the ser- she didn't tell Jesus. She told the servants, do what he says. And then you read on further in the text, it says, the people were com- commenting about the wine. They're like, wait a minute. This wine is good. This is, man, you had wine before, didn't you? <laughs> it's a time of how, how this wine is. It was choice wine. It said, nor- normally, the best wine is served when? In the beginning. I said, but this time, I said, wait a minute. This wine, it's not box wine. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody said it's not good, but <laughs> you know, some somebody knows. They know. They know. Is it white? Is it dry? Is it Chardonnay? I don't. I mean, I don't. I'm not a wine connoisseur, but I mean, is that first word I use? I like not, not, but, but so we're at a social event. 
So a birthday thing is a special thing. So I've heard that at some birthday parties, the DJ does a special thing for the birthday person. Okay? And I need all of you to get your phones. Oh, some of y'all know what I'm about to do, right? Some, some, some of y'all know what I'm about to do. Oh, somebody, they already got the phone, Pastor. They already got their phone ready. They, they know what I'm about they are They already know what I'm about to do, Pastor. We go, I'm going to tell you, uh, Pastor, Pastor Jay, I'll tell you about this. I'll tell you. So, so you put the birthday person where? Oh, see, they already oh, 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 they already know. They know what to do. They put the birthday person where? In the middle. Okay, so we're gonna put, we're gonna put, put the lady in the middle. We're gonna put the lady in the middle. You, you might have to put the camera down though. You don't have to put the camera down. Okay. And so, 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 what do they say? The first thing they say what? Oh, oh they say the DA go. Somebody shine a light on it, right? So I need you guys all with your phones, okay? To shine a light on it, okay? <laughs> look, look, look at Marcus. Marcus ready. <laughs> so, so the people you, you're celebrating with her, right? It says somebody sent a light on her, right? That's the first thing the DJ says, right? All right. Then you say, all right. You put the birthday person in the middle. We shine a light on them. Next part is what? The DJ says, make room and let them work. Oh, whose phone is that? Oh, oh, they got, oh, oh. <laughs> it's, 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 this is the kind of people you got your church passengers. <laughs> they are ready. Well, they like, where is the party? Where is the party at? So, and they ready, right? You know. So the next day they say to the birthday person, God, step up a little bit and say, Make room and let them work. So what does let them work mean? Oh, it means dance. You may, it means break out your best move. See, I'm mature now, so I can't break out too many moves. You know, if, if, I, if I, it's a two-step, I, I'm, I keep it in the box now. I do the, then I do it. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, I, 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 I keep it in the box. I mean, I, I mean, you just add a little, you add up me. See, because, see, I don't want, you know, the break dance. And then got to go to the job next day and explain to them why I broke my hip. Because <laughs> workman's comp might not cover it. They <laughs> said, how do you enter yourself? I was at church and I was doing a demonstration and I started to break up. I said, I was going to bust the move for them. So I got it. No, I'm not doing that. So, Marielle. <laughs> Make room and let them work. Whatever move. Uh, okay, wait a minute. I, you can't tell me you can't dance because I, I was. I, I, I saw you. I saw the. Woo, I, was, I, was, I was. there. I, I saw the whole. I saw the. I saw the whole thing. I was there. And, and she did it in a big gown too. I mean, it was. I mean. What you got? All the birthday paid. All the. <laughs> All right, there you go. All right, thank you, everyone. I appreciate this. <laughs> thank you, birthday people. <laughs> thank you, birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday.
All right, so all the people watching, make, make sure that you share the whole entire... <laughs> Don't just share excerpts, okay? We, you know, share the whole entire thing, okay? Right? Said, man, what kind of church is that? Don't the show no, so don't, 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 show, don't show excerpts. Show the whole entire thing, okay? So just to be, to be spiritual, to get, to get us back. Just get us back. Let's walk back in. Turn the... Man, spiritual. As we can't, we can't, we can't bring them back. So we can turn to Second Corinthians chapter four. Second <laughs> Corinthians chapter four, verse six, and it reads, "Are you ready? Okay. For it is God who commanded light to shine out of darkness, who has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory." Of God in the face of Jesus Christ. So the first part of that section we did during our birthday party was what? Let your light shine out of darkness. You can put that, your light shine out of darkness. In part two of the birthday party, we find that in Philippians chapter six, and it says, being confident of this very thing, he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. That's what you get. Make room and let him work. Amen. If you turn to Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20, what I mean by my room and the work, it says, Now unto him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all, not some, all that we ask or think, according to the power of faith that works in us. Because sometimes, we get in God's way. We think we can handle it better than him. Remember, it's he who made us, not we ourselves. So that was a, so let room and let God work. So what was the first light? What was the first light? It was who? It was Jesus. There's a quiz after this. See, it's a quiz. So the first light was Jesus. Second light was what? This light affliction, the weight. The third light is you and I. Is you and I. So he wants us to shine our light. And Pastor Jason talked about how we can shine our light. And he gave examples in terms of Pastor Dave read a scripture doing his message in 2 Peter. I don't have, it's not here, so I'm just going to read some, read it and summarize it. 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 1 through 11. He gave us a list 
and ways we could shine our light. One was moral excellence. The other one was knowledge. Third was self-control. And this week, I had to learn how to practice self-control. I was in the store, and I've been doing this shining light thing because sometimes at work, in the store, you may have a coworker, maybe at home, you got to be reminded to shine your light. So I was in a store, and the store requires that in order to get, I didn't like deodorant. They got to unlock the case. So I'm waiting for the guy to come to unlock the case. And other people are waiting. And then he unlocks the case. And then he doesn't give it to you. He takes it. And I saw the guy sneeze on his hand. And I'm saying like, so I said, sir, you mind if I can have that? (laughs) He's like, no, it's policy. Yeah. So... I, I was probably don't wash his hands, but I had some wipes with it. So when I bought, when I bought it, I wiped it off. <laughs> but I'm sitting there. And so I was in line. The other people were in line. And you could hear the comments. People were like, were fuming, were upset. And I, I stood there and said, man, I should leave. I shouldn't even buy this. But I, wanted, I was sitting there observing. Like, how, Rob, how are you going to handle this? What are you going to say? And it, it, got, it, it wasn't. And I, I got a chance to talk to the cashier. And I said, you know, I said, ma'am, that there's a lot of people waiting. And it doesn't seem that this is an effective policy. And she said, yeah, I agree. <laughs> he said, it's not effective for me, nor is it effective for the customers. But sometimes it's policies that may not be in our favor, that we may not like. It may be, you may be on your job, and you may have the greatest ideal. And then somebody else runs with the ideal. Or takes credit for the idea. Anybody had that happen to him before? Yeah. Or you may have done something in kindness to somebody else. It didn't respond the way you thought they should respond. They didn't even say, thank you. You may have fixed something in the house. And you say, babe, did you notice that? And I'm like, what? What, 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 what was it? I, I, I fixed the thing you asked me to fix, and they didn't see it, didn't appreciate it. So something that happens, even when we do what's right, or shine our light in those situations, or somebody cuts us off in a traffic incident, in a traffic situation, and they give you the finger, <laughs> but you still got to shine your light. Or they cut you off, they pass you. <laughs> and the passage of scripture in Hebrews chapter 6, verse 10, you can find it. Hebrews says, God is not unjust. He will not forget your work and the love you have shown him as you have helped his people. And continue to help them. So even if you don't get recognized. Even if people don't say thank you. Even if they don't appreciate you. He says, I see it. God sees it. He said, God. That statement up there. 
that God remembers how you have helped and loved people. He remembers. Now, for those of you alive, we're going to wrap up very soon. But I want to close with a word of encouragement. And that word of encouragement comes from 2 Peter. Chapter 3, verses 8 through 9. It's from the Message Bible. It says, don't overlook the obvious here. Friends with God, one day is as good as a thousand years, and a thousand years as a day. I think there's more to that text. Okay. I think there's more to that text, Pop. So God isn't late with his promise as some measure lateness. So we look at time from our perspective. We look at time with regards to seconds, minutes, and hours. We look at time with regards to days regards to weeks, regards to months. That's not the way God looks at time. He says, but a day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years is like a day to him. Whenever I do the Lord's Prayer, my favorite part of the Lord's Prayer is give us this day. It is February the 11th. We started beginning of the year in January, talking about shine your light. And at times it has not been easy to shine your light because things may have happened with your health, with your finances, with relationships, at your job. They, I don't feel like shining my light. But I say this to you, be patient with yourself. Remember this, that God, in the last part of that scripture says that God gives us space and time to change. So as we continue to work towards shining our light, remember that he's patient with us. He's given us all space and time to change. Amen. Amen. I want to thank those who are online. Thank you again for checking out our podcast. If you would like to find information about who we are or how to donate so that we can keep doing what we're doing, please check us out at www.scarletnotes.org. See you next time.